This podcast is produced by Audiofy. Welcome to Entrepreneurial Fire, where entrepreneurs turn to for smoking hot tips and tools to succeed. Here's your host, speaker, business owner, philanthropist, author of six books, and the ghostwriter for more than 80, the godfather of ghostwriting, Eli Gonzalez. Welcome to Entrepreneurial Fire, where business owners and soon-to-be business owners come to for smoking hot tips, truths, and some serious hacks. I'm your host, Eli Gonzalez, and I'm bringing the heat. Today, I want to talk to you about leadership. Based on this quote I heard from John Gray, let me set up the setting. Uh, I was a part of a, an online business training meeting uh, with more than 3,000 other people. It was amazing. John Maxwell had already spoken. Um, uh, Russell Brunson had already spoken. Dean Graziosi. Jack Canfield from Chicken Soup from the Soul. I think he's got 47 New York Times bestsellers to his credit. Uh, Tim Grover spoke, the trainer of Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. And a bunch of other amazing speakers had spoken uh, when John Gray came up. While still on deck was Tony Robbins, Damon John, and 20 more other speakers. I'm talking about a business training event like no other, head up, headed up by uh, Pete Vargas. And um, anyway, it was a continuous training for 23 days. And Pastor John Gray came to speak words of encouragement and life to the group. And what he said rocked me to the core. I mean, I had heard it said before, but never like this. He said, leaders don't bleed in front of the sheep. You see, sheep get scared by the sight of blood. Sheep panic when they see blood. They want to head for the hills. And I'll tell you why. Sheep are used to being sacrificed. Now think of that in the context of business owner and employee or business owner and contractor or manager and the person under the manager. Sheep are accustomed to be sacrificed. So the sight of blood makes them panic, and that's why good leaders never bleed in front of sheep. So what does that mean to you? How can you apply it? That's why you're here listening to this podcast, because I give you nuggets that you can apply. I don't care about giving you a nugget and a cool concept for you to think about. I'm interested in giving value to you, in, in giving you something that you can apply so here it goes. As you're building a business, you have to understand that not all the time is everything going to go well. So you need to know what to tell your team and what not to tell your team. Now, for me, I started off in this career as a freelance writer. And uh, in less than two years, I had more work than I could handle. 
I mean, the whole starting artist concept sounds cool, but I never wanted to do it. And thank God I never did that. Uh, maybe it's because I've been in sales for more than 20 years. Um, so when I started selling ghostwriting, and ghostwriting is made up of a lot of uh, introverts. So when I started to sell ghostwriting, I don't think the market where I live at uh, was ready for me. And in, in, in the sense where I just got so much business. Before long, I had six books I was writing for people at a time. So in less than two years, I had to bring on people to help me. And I believe I'm an incredible writer. I believe I'm an effective teacher. I believe I'm a very good salesperson, but I'm a terrible manager. I was terrible. Now I'm probably decent, but I was a terrible, terrible manager. I have to this point hired, I think, 32 writers that I've subcontracted, uh, most of which I thought, or most of whom I should say, I'm a writer. I need to speak well. I don't have my editor here as I'm doing this podcast. Um, but most of whom I expected to be with me for the long term. And it's not all my fault, but I'll take my fair share of it. You know, sometimes I told people too much when I worried, you know, I, I had this idea that we're all in, in, in this boat together. People found out that they were getting paid differently for similar jobs. I wasn't managing things too well. And um, I bled in front of sheep and they panicked. You have to understand that when things get tough, it's not to be not authentic, right? But the thing is, don't let the sheep see you bleed. So you can let them know to a degree what's happening. What you can't let them know is that you're panicking. You see, complaints go up. Complaints don't go down. Nobody said that better than Tom Hanks in the movie Saving Private Ryan. Check out how he said it. Hey, so Captain, what about you? I mean, you don't gripe at all? I don't gripe to you, Riven. I'm a captain. He's a chain of command. Gripes go up, not down, always up. You gripe to me, I gripe to my superior officer, so on, so on, so on. I don't gripe to you. I don't gripe in front of you. You should know that as a ranger. I'm sorry, sir, but uh, let's say you weren't a captain or maybe I was a major. What would you say then? Well, in that case, I say this is an excellent mission, sir, with an extremely valuable objective, sir. Worthy of my best efforts, sir. Moreover, I feel heartfelt sorrow for the mother of Private James Ryan. I'm willing to lay down my life and the lives of my men, especially you, Ryden, to ease her suffering. He's good. I love him. Complaints go up. See, you can't complain to those who can't help you. I mean, you can, but it's only going to scare them. So my pastor got in a terrible motorcycle accident years ago. Uh, he was in a coma. And when he got out, the doctors said he'd never walk again and maybe never even talk again. Now, his wife, also my pastor, um, she didn't believe the doctor. That was the same doctor that said he's not going to get out of the coma. And she worked tirelessly with her husband. Listen, this is about leaders not bleeding in front of the sheep. So here he is. He can't speak, really. He certainly can't walk. So when people came to visit him in the hospital, every morning she dressed him up. 
She did not want the people of the church to see him, their leader, look defeated. She didn't want them to see him barely hanging on to life. Even though he couldn't walk, he was fully dressed in slacks, socks, shirt, and shoes whenever anyone came to see him. Now, maybe she thought that the sheep, and I say this respectfully to, to, to any parishioners like I am, um, but in the Christian world, there's a lot of biblical uh, mention of leaders and sheep and pastors and sheep. So that in that, in, in that sense, is how I say this. So, so maybe she thought that the sheep, if they see blood, maybe they're going to go look for another pastor. I, I don't know that that's why. I think she did it to show her husband that he was going to walk one day and he was going to be back 100%. So she dressed him every day. Maybe he's thinking in his mind, why is this woman dressing me? I can't even move. But in time, he started to walk. And it was a long process, but he is back to being full-time pastor, uh, speaking, yelling, running, not jumping, and running pretty slowly, but he's back. This Smoking Hot podcast is sponsored by the International Ghostwriters Association, where people who dream of making a living as a writer realize their goals. Leaders don't bleed in front of sheep. I'm not saying that leaders aren't going to panic. We all do. We're human. We're going to panic. You know, some people will tell you advice on how for things not to go bad, but this podcast is for when it's gotten bad. Right now, as I'm recording this, there's a pandemic going on. Millions of people have gotten laid off. Business owners, managers have had to have painful, hurtful conversations with people that they consider friends and some even family. Things are going to go bad, you know, but you cannot let them see you bleed. Now, I'm going to read this from you that I got from CEO World Magazine. Because you know here in this podcast, I look out for you. I scour the internet and everywhere to give you things that you can apply. So from CEO World Magazine, there's a, a blog called Calming the Masses. Leaders don't panic and those who panic can't lead. And I'm going to read this to you. No problem has ever been solved by worrying about it. Prioritize and work on the most important things first. Don't allow yourself to be caught up in things that can wait. Apply all of your energy to what matters most. Listen, having the people that look up to you to lead and show them that you're lost is not what matters most. Don't put good energy there. I'm going to continue reading. You will often find that by solving the biggest problem, the little ones get worked out along the way. Trying to do too many things at once only means that nothing gets completed. Solving a problem gives you a sense of accomplishment and gives you the motivation to keep going and move on to the next problem. So basically on how to apply what I just read to you is that they're going to understand that there are situations that are tough. You know, but 
no problem has ever been solved by worrying about it. So if you get into a conversation where panic is coming from the sheep, your job as a good leader is to think about the solution and not agree that the problem is something that everyone should be worried about. Good leaders, even though they're worried, they tell the people that are looking to them for, for advice, for strength, hey, in every opportunity, there's a solution. Hey, in every problem, there's an opportunity. Leaders never stop leading. So if you're in a position of leadership of any kind, yes, be authentic, but hide the blood. Don't let them see you weak, unsure, or lost. Only bring things up, problems up, when you have a solution. Now, you can ask for a solution to a problem from your team, but don't let them see you panic. Like that commercial, never let them see you sweat. Have you ever heard that commercial? I think there are three nevers to being a winning coach. Never let the press pick your starting quarterback. Never take a last place team lightly. And really, no matter what the score, never let them see you sweat. That's what new Dry Idea Aerosol is all about. Maximum control. It keeps you drier than the leading aerosol. Everyone feels pressure. Winners don't let it show. Dry Idea. Never let them see you sweat. That was coach Dan Reeves in the Dry Idea commercial back in 1985 when he was the head coach of the Denver Broncos. I love it when he says, everyone feels pressure, winners don't let it show. That, my friends, is leadership. Thanks for listening to our show. Please like, share, and subscribe wherever you're listening. You can follow Eli on Instagram, Eli the Ghost and the Digit One. On Twitter, Eli Ghost One. On Facebook, Eli Che Gonzalez. We'll see you next time.